0: Step on my <laughs> it's only like two seconds in. and <laughs> step on my toes. Uh, Welcome back to a surprise episode. Surprise of surprise of two dope teachers and a mic. I'm Gerardo Munoz. It's your boy Kevin Adams, and we are here. Uh, this is super exciting, right? Yes. We are starting our our uh, year long series uh, yes. on the experiences of a first year teacher of color. Very good. So, so you want to talk to the people a little bit about why we came up with this? Well, you know, as teachers of color. Yes, that we are we teachers have been of color. For our whole career. I feel like I've always been a teacher yeah. of color. Yes, As, for your whole as long career, as I've been a teacher. As
1: long as you've been a teacher. But that first year is always hard. And so we've always wanted to highlight the stories, especially of a first year teacher. And so I am so excited <laughs> for this opportunity that we
0: have. Yeah, so um, just so you're aware of, of what you can expect... Uh, we will be putting out a monthly episode, uh, following up with uh, this teacher of color, and we'll give you a little bit of background about who this individual is. It's mysterious. It's, it's a they're, mystery. They're it's a mystery for the <laughs> first few minutes. Y'all are gonna have to just uh, sit back and wait. Um, how we know him, what his backstory is, and uh, what this individual is experiencing as a yes. first-year teacher. Uh, we really want to elevate these stories because if you listen to last week's episode, one of the realities we face as teachers of color is that our attrition rate um, is significantly higher than that of white teachers right. in the same amount of time and the same sort of level of experience. Yep,
1: yep. And so I think the more we can highlight the story, it'll help people kind of understand, you know, why it's important to really support our young teachers of color when they're coming into the profession and really uh, how to kind of give them space to develop as teachers. You That's know? right. And I think so often... Like, we're willing to give that space to white teachers, but we don't give it to teachers of color. That's right. Like, we're expected to be on point from the beginning. Right and like my daddy always told me, we already got to, just gotta,
0: we already got that chip on our shoulder because yep. we're always expected to be double yep. as good. We got to dress better. We got to sound smarter. We got to be right. more prepared, right. um, and we have to present better. So um, yeah, so the, absolutely, that pressure is already on ourselves for sure. You know, and our communities. You know, we want to represent our communities well. That's uh, right. We teachers of color, I feel like disproportionately go into the work for more community-focused reasons and for reasons that are bigger than our own interests or our own individual sort of concerns and and, uh, things that we're looking at. So that's the big thing that we're hoping to accomplish with this series. Um, We do want to tell you that um, everything you hear will not make you feel better about the situation facing teachers of color in our school system. In fact, there may be some things that are going to cause you to reflect very deeply about what's happening. And we're not going to lie, we need individuals like this uh, young person to remain in classrooms yes, with yes, kids. Yes, it's critical. Uh, and, uh, the if, kids need it. The, the kids, kids need, need it. it. We need it. It makes us better as a profession. It makes our schools better. That's it right. strengthens our communities and empowers uh, the children uh, that we're around. So uh, really get at us um, with your stories um, because we feel like this is the kind of thing that everybody wants to hear. Yeah. Uh, as usual, you can find us on Instagram. I feel like an earlier conversation let me know I need to be specific about Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are at two dope teachers on instagram uh, oh a couple of shout outs before we do that shout out to at orvalmatic 93 yes. it is your birthday it's your you birthday are, you reached your 25 uh, your quarter of a century that's mark critical. in life that's, that's a beautiful thing Yo, if you don't follow our Instagram, you can see Adam singing. This boy could sing. Oh, i was he could saying, sing. i was singing. you are My I, wife was I, extremely I, impressed. She actually she thinks was. you and I need to do like a performance of some sort. Oh, the kids would love that. Yeah, they, the they would. They would I, well, some of them would. My seniors wouldn't like <laughs> that. They, they would be like. My
1: daughter said it was worthy. She was like, it was the most cringy thing I
0: saw all day. Your daughter's in middle school like mine. Yeah. Uh, my daughter's like, like, that's fine. I'm
1: like, I don't care. She's like, teachers came out of the hallway and they were looking at you. You're being so loud. I'm like, I don't
0: care. i no, Oh, yeah, look at me it's like we're loud and it was outside of school hours and the teachers weren't even there at that point that's Friday. right <laughs> it's Friday um, so oral uh, hope you have a wonderful birthday weekend stay safe um, have a good time with the people you love um, also I need to hit up uh, our three last uh, my boy uh, Rob you are one of our most loyal listeners yeah uh, you out. are turning Rob can I tell the people how old you're turning yes. sure I can tell you can tell them <laughs> Rob is 42 today. 42. And Jackie you, Robinson year. That's right. You and I are the same age for the next few months, so you cannot call me old anymore. <laughs> happy it. birthday, big Rob. Go. And also we got uh, Los, my friend Los, turning. Oh, man, you're, you're so old, dog. I don't even oh, know how old you are. whoa. Oh. You were you like, you're older than baseball. Uh, happy birthday, Los. And another birthday tomorrow. Do you know what who I'm talking about? Which one? John Coltrane. John oh. Train. John Coltrane. Train. John Coltrane would have been 92 years old. Tomorrow. Oh man! Yeah. So oh. moment of silence for Train. All right, that was good. All right, so uh, so he, so you can get us on Instagram at Two Dope Teachers, Twitter at Two Dope Teachers. Uh, shout out to Bram Hubble for uh, letting us know that you couldn't hear that episode. Yes. And uh, you can like us on Facebook uh, by searching for Two dope Teachers and a mic.
1: There we go.
0: We have an email address also. Yes. If you want to send us an electronic letter. Uh, two teachers at gmail.com. I feel like you keep on wanting to say these, and no, I'm not letting you. I,
1: I, well, I feel like you <laughs> test me. I'm using my last light, time, my licensed
0: privilege right now. Last
1: time you tested me, so I don't uh, want okay. to be caught slipping. <laughs> He's
0: ready. I'm trying to listen so I can tell. Uh, finally, we have another. Uh, I just cut you off. My bad. It's all right. You're used to it at this point. Aren't you? I'm used to it. All right, we we do have another segment that we're uh, hoping that you will uh, get at us with. This is our hashtag. Uh, block is hot. The block is hot. So any problems of practice you're running into, any institutional or local issues that are going on in your school community, uh, tweet them at us. Use the hashtag. Block is hot, and uh, we will help you. Uh,
1: cool down, down, the down the block. block. So you I was going to say cool week. down the block. Cool down the block. Because the
0: block is hot. But that's not how. Is is that a thing? No. No. Okay. <laughs> we'll make it a thing. You can tweet at hashtag cool down the block also. Cool, <laughs> cool down the block. <laughs> So, uh, that's so when your room's too hot, <laughs> that's, that's we've been going through. this open the window. Oh my on. god, it's been like I, I wore a long sleeve shirt like a couple days ago, like, and I thought I was gonna die. One of the kids is like, Mister, I think you spilled something on your shirt, yeah, and I'm like, that sweat. I did not say that to the children. I was like, oh dang, I guess I did. Sweat through my shirt. <laughs> you y'all. know what? I think I got condens- condensation on my water bottle or something. I don't know. Y'all shut up and do your work. All right, we're gonna stop messing around right now uh we we're gonna introduce to you uh a young man and he's young he's like two decades younger oh my gosh which is crazy (laughs) i didn't used to be this old um we want to introduce you to ray uh ray tell us a little bit about yourself
2: well i'm from a low-income community you know raised by a single mother uh my older brother who actually works in dps as a custodian uh, had a good hand in raising me as well, so I didn't have a father figure, you know. I come from s- certain types of trauma, but, you know, I was glad to have a strong mother to put me in uh, programs like the Boys and Girls Club to keep me out of a lot of trouble, and strong coaches, who were actually black coaches, to be those, those male f- figures for me and role models to even when I didn't understand what they was talking about, and I handled it <laughs> arrogantly, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe, maybe chewed them out a little bit, yeah, a little, yeah, bit. A little bit. To, to to understand that they they meant well for me, and as a man, learned those lessons. So I come from that, you know, never really had much, but always made something out of nothing. Okay.
0: Yeah. So Ray is a first year teacher, yes. um at a public school in the Denver metro area, and um, how do we know each other?
2: Yeah, uh, Mr. Muñoz was actually, you know, <laughs> uh, one of my history professors, but before that I met him in eighth grade, uh, he knew my brother, I found out that he's from the east side, Went to Bale and it, <laughs> yep, that's yep. how we had that common connection, and, and since that day on, I always wanted to talk to him, uh, you know, about where his head at, uh, I was just laughing, because he was one of, he always kept it real, always was authentic, and he put me on game with uh, MLK Jr. and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> uh, about him being adulterated. Just things that I can seek as an individual that schools are hesitant to tell young children. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, that, yeah. was, that was impactful. That was important because I, it made me want to learn more about the individual and what stories aren't being told. So if these stories are being told, you want to frame this interval that way, what stories aren't being told so I can have, a, a real idea of who that person is. Yeah. Everybody, every, no matter what, everybody has demons. Yep, and all that. Right. And, and your whole, you got to, the good comes with the bad. You got to tell the whole story in order to really try to understand someone. And I thought that was very important and I always appreciate it the the realness, the genuineness, and the authenticism that I received from this man. that makes a lot. Of, hey,
0: when when somebody uses realness in the same sentence as you, like yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that feels really good. And then you know, knew Mr. Adams a little bit. Um, didn't take his class. <laughs> but, <yeah>. I, mean. <laughs> I never.
2: I never took uh, Mr. Adams' class, but I was in. Uh, my advisement was upstairs, yeah. And at the time, he was right next door, so I knew. I just knew he was a black teacher. <laughs> and as, a sibling, as a young student, you know, it's it's a black law anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah I see I another did. person to color. You give them the head, now nah, That's right. See yeah, I see you. <laughs> you. I see you. That's right. And so that's I would right. always be like, you know.
1: What's up? You know,
0: what's up. Yeah, He's going, doing yeah, the head yeah,
2: nod right now, Even if it's oh, sure. high and by, it was
1: just, yes. it's just what's up, yeah. you know. And sometimes it just feels
0: good to know that somebody else, you know, <laughs> like, if
1: it goes down, <laughs> I know I can come to you. That's right. Oh, uh, right. That's right. We're in this together. Well, in, in our
0: school, historically and even now, doesn't have a significantly large uh, black male population. Yeah, yeah. And so that I think it even feeds like a relationship that's already there. Right? Yeah.
2: In, yeah. And I don't think it's, it had that when I was there either because no, you still, know still not. I, I think <laughs> I think about it and it was just me and one other black student, uh, males who were yeah. in our graduating <laughs> yeah, it, it was me and him. Yep. Yeah. And then, you know, I would see other black people, but it was it was Few up on yeah, yep.
0: Yep. yeah, and and imagine uh, you're surprised to come into the teaching profession where it's a lot of the same. Yeah, <laughs> so you're, you're kind of ready for it. You're yeah, like, yeah, maybe. Well, we'll see if anything prepares <laughs> you yeah. for these yeah. yeah. kind That's of experience. Right. So, so we're so we got a few questions. Uh, I want to point out that Ray took notes. Which makes him he's the most prepared prepared person on this podcast. He's the most prepared person on this podcast. We just kind of go, which is why it's usually an hour and a half. But uh, so he's ready. He's ready. We talked a little bit ahead of time. Um, But the first question I think we want to ask you is why teaching.
2: So what made me want to go into (laughs) education is just the opportunity to work with youth and make an impact on their lives. You know, um, like I said, I had a lot of teachers growing up who I felt like didn't believe in me mm-hmm. and sometimes flat out in your face doubted me yep. and it was kind of like, I don't think you should be a teacher. But, yeah, you yeah. know. <laughs> well, will tell you. Um, the opportunity to work with youth and make an impact on these kids' life, especially uh, the the uh, children of color yes. because they don't have a lot of, and some of them don't have father figures yep. and stuff, so, that influence, um, the fact that I am young and they can kind of see me as that role model, the yep. fact
0: that I've been through some of the stuff they're going through. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, we talked off mic about how you probably are able to sort of make some really quality inferences about what a student needs from you based yeah. on a little bit of information because you've probably either experienced it yourself or seen somebody else yeah, go through it. know what they're going through. And, and the thing that's interesting to me that, that occurs to me is that um, the demographic that you serve, which is mostly black and brown children, Mm -hmm. right? Um, That's a group that that's one thing we actually do have in common is oftentimes there are absent fathers, whether fathers aren't participating or whether there are working class fathers who work all the time. time. I know immigrant dads spend so much time going back and forth and, and, you know, kind of traveling wherever the work is that uh, frequently these young men, um, young kids, it's not just young men who who benefit, but these kids don't always have those people in their life. Yep. Yep, right. And so that that's one of the big goals
2: for me, just being in and working directly with the community. Because as teachers, you're directly in the community. You're as important as, you know, when I, I don't go to church anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people, people in the community that are really making that impact in uh, the thing I love about teaching is I feel like, although it's frustrating at times, yeah. it's one of the most <laughs> rewarding professions there is. Yeah, And and just, you know, when you're a good teacher, yeah. I feel like you always remember the good teachers, those who believed in you, yeah. those who taught you something, even if it was something related to life and not text Yeah, to their class. Yeah. Um, rather than you always had the teachers that you didn't like and you knew why you didn't like them. Yep, right, yep, right. Um, And so just being myself and making sure that I'm trying to do everything in my power to be able to get them kids wherever, you know, and teach them a lot. Because I think oftentimes, even in life, we're told what to do. yep. We're told what to do. And as a black man... You know, even in the barbershops. So yep. like, hey, you need, a, <laughs> you need <laughs> to do this. You will yep. to be good at this. Yep. Uh, That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm here to show kids, the, you know, that yeah. Although I would love for you to go to college and do this, but teaching more than that in life. Nobody taught me about trades. Nobody taught me about you know, real stuff like taxes. Yeah, 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 learn about yeah. taxes. Taxes. taxes, yes. Is this is yeah. something you have to do as an adult. And be real with them and just be able to I wanna to push be back on mental. that taxes
0: thing though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm thinking about you as a junior. Yeah. <laughs> if I would have tried to do a lesson on taxes, <laughs> you like, All right, today great. We do to learn to do your taxes. <laughs> you going <all> to learn about <laughs> some taxes. Half the kids in the class would be like, um, I'm gonna work on my Chinese homework instead. <laughs> um um is is this really important? Like just for a grade? Why do I need yeah. to know about taxes? <laughs> and, and 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 then and then the rest of the kids are like, man, this is boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, but sometimes we got to give them what they don't think they want because eventually – That's they're right. Gonna, vegetables. Eventually they've got to give them the vegetables. Got to give them their vegetables. <laughs> That's right. The vegetables. Because <laughs> um, eventually they're going to come back and claim that we didn't teach it. That's right. <laughs> <And> be like, <laughs> why did you have me eat vegetables? No, but you're right. I think what I hear you talking about, though, is um, addressing young people in your classroom in a way that allows them to explore who they are and yeah. be themselves. Yeah. So. If your authentic self is to go get a PhD and be a university professor and work like upwards of six hours a week. That's right. (laughs) That's right. You know, maybe that's the thing for you. But maybe being yourself means you go out, you go to a trade school, you start a business and then you, you grow it. I know a guy who started a renovations business. And when he got tired of doing the work himself, he had been so successful. He could just hire people to do it, mm-hmm. and now he's he's living very well, and he's got what he needs in life. So you know that's you know this kind of connects back to last week's episode, right? Yep, authentic mm-hmm. self. Yeah. But I think what I hear you say, Ray, is
1: like helping to teach the whole child, yeah. right? Like we hear this like the whole child, but we don't yeah. really think about what that really means. Is yeah. that it's everything about your life that yeah. you're trying to really impact for those kids and you know i applaud you for that and i think it's something that i relate to think back when i went into it you know i think that's why i went into being a teacher Mm -hmm. and what has caused me to put up with all the nonsense is thinking about that ultimate impact that i'm having you know Mm -hmm. down the road and like to see like i bet you know as you feel right now you see ray and you're like you grew into becoming this great young man, and I think yeah. all of our students do. And Sometimes as a teacher, I tell my students, like, I got dreams of your future that you haven't even thought about yet. Yeah, That's it. I, yeah. I, stuff you're not even thinking about, I'm thinking about that, and, and whatever that is, is how you become
0: your authentic self, yeah. right? right? When I was a kid, I used to, uh, so uh, me and Ray come from the same neighborhood, yeah. Um. And I used to play soccer at Curtis Park. Mm -hmm. Have you been by there lately? I have not. It's really (laughs) funny. So they have the Creamery. Oh, shout out to the Creamery. You know, we should have done that before. (laughs) Um, The Creamery's great. No, so you know how they had that soccer field there? Well, eventually they ripped out all the goals. Yeah. And so it was just this like big open field where white people can take their dogs. Yes. um, And play kickball. And play kickball. And (laughs) beer kickball apparently is a thing. Uh, And so we drove by there. They have one goal now. Like, there's, like, one goal. I'm like, okay. But, but I remember growing up with a bunch of these kids, you know, because my dad started this uh, this club, like, Club Soccer in Denver. Yeah, uh, We've had a hard time keeping Club Soccer in Denver. Like, there's Club Soccer all over the place. But my dad, like, basically, he drew from the projects at Mitchell 66. He drew from the projects over there right just northeast of Curtis Park. And that's where all the kids came from. And I remember I used to write stories about the boys on my team imagining their future. It sounds really weird, right? Yeah. Um, but like, oh, this kid is is gonna be like, you know, mayor one day and all this yeah. kind of yeah. stuff. And I remember like I remember as I got older and they kind of got consumed by the by the criminal justice system mm-hmm. feeling really discouraged. Um, but you you are the kid that made my dream come true because like, you could have gone into business. You could have been an entrepreneur. You could have been... Right. But you, to quote Harry Wong, you you exceeded all of our expectations. You became a teacher. That's right. And, like, it just... When I saw you post on Facebook that you were becoming a teacher, I, like, I lost it. You I lost it. You I like, was so happy. So I was like, proud. this is, like, I, I could not have invented this story better. Yeah. This is exactly yes. it. You wanted to say something. Yeah,
2: and I was going to say that, that uh, it can be discouraging at times, but... It would, the fact that I said, like, your teachers doubted you, I had teachers growing up that flat out told me, you know, that I was going to end up dead or in prison. And that's all that people expected of me. And it kind of put a, a chip on my shoulder and stuff like that. Yep. And I was like, no, I'm going to show you. Yeah, I'll show I'm you dead. who I am. Um,
0: Ray was always ready to fight. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I remember this as an eighth grader. Remember when he came to the soccer party? I think that's how we met. <laughs> and... Uh, And, like, a bunch of the 8th graders were like, you know, this is just for soccer players. You own pizzas only for soccer. (laughs) And Ray, like, frowns. He's like, I don't want your pizza. And I'm like, I like this kid. I like this kid. But, yeah, I mean, so that, you know, and I think that's one of the things that we are often very insensitive about when it comes to teachers of color Mm -hmm. and kids of color is that when a young man of color, man of color especially, comes in. A little bit angry, a little bit frowny, a little bit of attitude, a little bit of distrust. We jump to all these conclusions it's about, about, about what they think, yeah, you know, yeah. and we make them out to be oh, you, you're just trying to be a thug right now. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. no, actually, I don't trust you because this is an institution that I don't deem trustworthy. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's because yeah.
1: it's because the kids are aware of, yeah. of
0: the history. They have they know. a, they strong, feel a it. sharper it
1: context for it than some of the teachers. Yeah,
0: like about what's going on in the school. Yeah, and, and even if they don't know the history... Uh, they live that They've historical lived it. trauma. Lived uh, shout out to my student Star, who's writing her passage on historical trauma. Nice, uh, because that's what we carry with us. Yes. So, um, so yeah. So you. So how did you come in? Like, what is it that allowed you into teaching? Because I feel like, like, so you're working with Teach for America, right? Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk a little bit about what that experience has been? Well, I'll talk a little bit about the experience but before I'll, I'll talk about oh, go how ahead. I got here. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and so.
2: I was, I just recently graduated from uh, Colorado State University nice in I'm not going to hold that against you, but yeah, okay. In May. Um, and so it came to like February or March or something, and I still didn't have a job. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, I had a job right
0: after I graduated. It was at the Sharper Image. Go ahead. And, and I was like, I said, man, I need, I need work. Yeah. I need to make
2: money. I want to move. And I know, you know. I'm very family oriented so i knew yeah. i wanted to move back to denver yeah but i was like in order to move back to denver i need to be able to provide for myself yeah because like mentioned i come from a low income background yeah. unfortunately my mom was able to buy her first like townhomes to as condo yeah. but it's a
0: one bed. it took a long time yeah, yeah. yeah. it yeah. took a long yeah. time yeah. and it's a one bedroom law yeah so i'm like wait wait so you're saying that unlike many of your mm-hmm. colleagues who graduated yeah. from college You couldn't actually just have them pay your bills for six months while you figured things out.
2: I could not. You could not. Oh my gosh! I I couldn't. I couldn't. And so, like, I'm sitting. I'm sitting there sleeping on the couch. You know, my mom just hovering over me in a one bedroom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Have (laughs) have no privacy. She wants (laughs) to watch TV. Yeah, I was like, I said, I refuse. (laughs) I refuse to just be doing that. Yeah, yeah. um, I I went to the career fair. Yeah. And I was going to all these jobs, and they was offering me sales, like enterprise I was thinking about enterprise like, oh that might be nice yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, like, a good place to start, and then, then and then I uh, free rentals for life <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, all
0: right, yeah. I went to, uh, <laughs> I, went to
2: uh, I went to Teach for America they was they was actually packing up uh-huh. and their mission about you know tackling inequ- uh, inequity um in low income communities I was like oh yeah I'm, I'm with that you're you know I like, I'm yeah, with yeah, that. like yeah. I have experience both of those <laughs> like, right, and okay. and I was like yo so I went there in their process of Teach for America is kind of tedious you yeah, have Oh, this step, this step, this step. And as soon as I got to, like, step three, I was like, all right, I'm I'm pretty much committed. (laughs) I'm pretty
0: much committed (laughs) now. (laughs) You're going to make me do all this. To teach for Americans.
2: I used to to tell uh, my roommates, and I'm a (laughs) part of fraternity, too, uh, Omega Psi Phi fraternity. All right. Don't get mad if you're not in it. (laughs) 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 And so I would tell my brothers, you know, it was my roommates. I was like, yo, I got to do this teach for And they would say, like, Yo, it sounds like this is what you're doing. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm at the last step of the application, so uh, yeah. I
0: mean, it's still up to them, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, we hey, we got a guest, and I love and I
2: love the fact that it's a nonprofit. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, and, Go then, ahead. and then we would teach for America. So I was the May deadline, last deadline, and then they told me I was uh, going to be teaching elementary in Denver, right? Okay. Just elementary, and you know, I told, I announced that I'm gonna be a teacher. People were like. Oh, what subject? What school? I'm like, uh, I actually don't
0: know.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, okay, I, I'm I'm sure
0: they're gonna let me know. <laughs> they're gonna let me know soon. Maybe there's a binder. Exactly.
2: <laughs> and we had so we have institute, which I describe the best way to describe institute for Teach for America is just a teacher boot camp. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm complete, at, complete
0: with drill sergeants. Yeah. And everything.
2: I'm at, so I'm at a teacher boot camp. Is and that still it, in Houston? It, no. So they have it. So they have some in Houston,
0: but. I was I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh man! Ooh. Oh man!
1: Like <laughs> oh, and then you find out why like, why KD's no longer there.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. Like oh. at the University of Tulsa, and I was just like, okay, like I'm in Oklahoma, and, and we, <laughs> wait, there,
0: weren't there some race riots here? And I was, like, <laughs> oh, and I was um,
2: there for a month, and I'm like, okay, so I gotta make friends. Um, see, you know, see what happens, but. They did. That's one of the things that they told me. They was like, "Hey, I forget what if it was the south right. or the north." But one of them, they was like, "You got you don't go there don't. If it's, if it's still super racist. You might get
0: lynched." I, like, I was like, i like,
2: good to hey, know. Thank you. Welcome, welcome to Tulsa. Go uh, don't go
0: to all of Tulsa." <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: and so we just stayed at
0: the university. You're like, what am I
2: doing? And oh my god. god. Where and am I? The experience. It was just like. Um, you wake up at six o'clock, and we was taking we was taking school buses. <laughs> we, would take, we, would, we would take the school bus to our schools,
0: get there, set up. And was then, that like method acting, where you yeah, like? They like you got to feel, you, you got to feel, gotta, what you got to live, it. you got to be it. on this bus exactly. And then so we'll some get kid throwing stuff at you.
2: Six, whatever, get breakfast. I'm a little lazy in the morning, so i be like I <laughs> will skip breakfast if I can get this extra ten minutes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, yep. And so, you know, as long as I catch the bus, I'm fine. You catch the bus, you get to your school, and they had uh, one of you teaching one subject, so I taught fourth grade English, and then the other teacher in America, she taught fourth grade math, so uh-huh. I was either teaching English or math okay. for all grade levels, um, for most of the part. I know yeah. some people in high school, they were teaching, like, psychology or something like okay. that. Um and so
0: was this like summer school program because it was actual yeah, kids. Who yeah, yeah. So
2: there. with Oklahoma, you know, they had the walkouts. Yeah. The oh, yeah, Oklahoma yeah, it yeah, was yeah. real big, and so a lot of those students were taking summer school because they missed, missed school. Missed school, Yeah. And and so we're there to teach them, but a lot of the students, they were just behind. Yeah. They, yep, they were behind, yep, and yep. and it made me even think like, as a I've never taught before, but what are you what are you teaching these students? They yeah. don't know how to do this. They don't know yep, how to do that. Yep. yep. Um. And then make that relationship and a lot of my students, in Oklahoma, they were Brown students. Yep. You know? Yep. And it was funny because I feel like for you on TV and media, yep. you don't see a lot of well spoken Black people and yep. stuff like that. Yeah, right yep, yep. So there was a time where <laughs> my students didn't even know I was Black. Yeah, <laughs> I, was only, I was I was <laughs> talking to them about segregation and stuff you like that. Yeah. and I was like, I said, so if we were segregated, I wouldn't even be teaching you right now. And They said, Why? Why? Like, you're one of us. Like, <laughs> I said, I said, no, that I. That is amazing. I said, no, I'm Black American. Uh-huh. I was like no you're not I say, <laughs> I
0: say
2: yes I am no I'm pretty sure <laughs> I
0: am <Yeah. laughs> so that was that was one experience but like really literally, so- I mean that speaks to the you know the like how hard it is for us to see ourselves yep. in an educated capacity because like you could see somebody who probably looks like your cousin right yep, yep. Um, and like there's a disconnect it's mm-hmm. like well, no, you can't be black because you're a teacher. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. I've never seen a black teacher before, yeah, so yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: And that's something that goes on with my, my students currently, too. Yep. Like, I have this little girl, and she's like, hey, Mr. J, like, your, your hair is like this, or... Um, <laughs> he yeah. said, and I, I wore cocoa butter one time, and she's like, and you smell different today. Yeah. <laughs> they, they notice every, all everything. That. They do. They everything. notice all that. And so with Teach for America, it was literally like day and night. You wake up at 6, uh, six go to school, you're done. You get. You leave the school around 12, you eat, and then you go to sessions where you're learning about um, culturally relevant pedagogy and, and all these other things. Yep. And, and then after you do those sessions, then you lesson plan for the next day. I feel like there's
0: some current teachers yeah. you need to be sent to Yeah. yeah, yeah, to yeah one teacher one boot camps. camps. Yeah, <laughs> it's, really, it's really a boot camp. And
2: then so like you'll maybe depend on how long you have to print and prepare. You've be done at 8. Okay, most people are in bed by 10, and so you have <laughs> you have those two hours to yourself <laughs> or whatever. And I'm like, cool, like, this is totally awesome. But on Fridays and Saturdays, I'm letting loose. Like, don't uh, have to teach your right? Work hard and play hard. That's right. That's right.
0: right. Yeah. That's right.
2: Yeah. And so that was kind of my experience. Like, we had... Um, I forget what they call them uh, off the top of my name, but we would separate ourselves um, and have these conversations with white people. Yeah. And, yeah. And the black people, I forget what the, what's the, you know what the name of the group is called?
0: Uh, it's like an affinity group. Affinity like group. Yeah, yes, yeah, so yeah, affinity, yeah, yes, so we, yeah, yes, we had these yeah.
2: affinity spaces. I'll let you know, I was not a huge fan of the affinity spaces. Yes, I, yep. I felt like they really weren't impactful. Like, we're talking about, you know, people who have similar experiences, like as people of color, but right. then I feel like with, with white mean, people, when they come from a place of privilege, they always want to, in a sense, deny it. Like, yes. well, yes. my friend did this and my friend did that, but what did you do? You know? Yes. And, yes. And, and yes. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the questions, well,
0: do you think it maybe wasn't that? Like, maybe yeah. it was yeah. this. this, yeah. this was we, what was intended. try to talk you I'm out. I'm not, of your, you know, the and think. they
2: always, they, you okay. know, I'm, they had this conversation before. I'm not racist and, you know, yes, uh, yeah. microaggressions. I yeah. don't, you know, I've never done that. So it's like, you're lying. You're lying. Like,
1: you, you don't even know if you did a
2: microaggression. <laughs> yeah. How do you know? Exactly. How do you know? And Exactly. I'm the type where I feel like, in order for you to learn, I feel like in certain senses, you have to be uncomfortable. Yes. You learn, yeah, a, for sure. yep, for you learn a lot in uncomfortable situations. Yep. And so I was wondering like, hey, well, maybe we shouldn't split us up. And maybe we should talk together so I could address the white people about things that I've witnessed, you know, that's right, I've yeah. experienced yeah, that's right. Experience growing up. So then maybe they can have a breakthrough and be like, oh, <laughs> like,
0: I've never thought about it that way. Yes, <laughs> no, oh, you haven't. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I know. And that's, and that's okay. And that's, okay. And that's okay. But now I'm asking you to think about it now. Yeah. 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 And yeah, not, that was a,
2: a lot of people. But I did love the people who were white and recognized, like, hey, I, I play, I have a hand in yep, this. Yep. And I'm not going to deny it. I've done this. I've, And, like, you know, I statements instead of, you know, this might... I have a friend that did this and try to relate the experience to somebody else. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, definitely. Um, Well, and
0: sometimes it's just, like, shut up and listen. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, I don't need you to agree with me. I don't need you to even, like, like see the same things that I see but I need you to believe me I need you to listen I need you and to hear my perspective believe me that this is what I experience and this is how I view it yep. you know and then yep. maybe we can get deeper in a conversation after we're a little more comfortable with each other <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah
2: and so it was a, it was a Cool experience, like I said. There's not a whole lot to do in Tulsa.
1: Nope.
2: Yeah, my downtime. You know, we would play card games and just. I met a lot of people from the Cleveland Core. Yeah. And we instantly connected, and then you know, fellow Greeks. So I knew like people from Alpha Kappa Alpha, yeah. Delta Sigma Theta, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. And then they had one from Alpha Alphas. I was like, okay, so y'all some little brief life <laughs> yeah, in, yeah, like life. Yeah. And like, and like what we was talking about, there were there were people of color there. Yeah. Yeah, there were there weren't like with the mission of Teach for America. I was maybe expecting to see more. Yeah. But at the same time, there were, and I acknowledge that. and they, yeah. they, were, they were really cool. Yeah. And yeah. Then, and then uh, the people who weren't people of color, I think that
0: most of them
2: were there mm-hmm. for the right reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of them would still be complaining like, "Why well, are we learning about culture?" Really-
0: Pedagogy, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like uh, uh, do, you, do you know who you're gonna be? Do you who you're gonna, yeah, yeah. Like, like,
2: this is a chance. Yeah, like, this, this is I'm I'm not important. Sure. I'm like, what?
0: This yeah. is maybe the most important thing you're learning. Well, like, and those conversations are really jarring because, like, I think the three of us walk in to an understanding of culturally relevant pedagogy. Uh, knowing that this is important and relevant. Yep. But every now and then you have to be reminded that some people really still don't get <laughs> yes, why they we have don't to do this. They, they don't still get don't get it. it. Uh, and those people just don't listen, in yeah, my opinion. exactly.
2: <laughs> and they just like, oh, i complain. And I'm sitting there thinking, like,
0: oh, my gosh. So yeah. but, what, but what you observe, though, is that regardless of background... Uh, TFA candidates tended to be a little bit more progressive, tended to be a little bit more open to these yes. things than yes. what you may be expected. Like, and I think this is what get, what makes, you know, we'll, and we'll, we'll have to do an extended podcast on, uh, on TFA and its presence in yeah. public schools, yeah. Uh, yeah. because it is very controversial. It is. It but um, that is one thing that I've observed over a period of years, is that that this is a core of teachers that mm-hmm. is pushing for equity in an unapologetic mm-hmm. way, at least at the teacher core level, yep, yep. Right? and that is actively seeking to bring teachers of color into right. the fold. And yeah, and that's the it's
2: the conversation, uh, controversial piece. And then I learned about that after.
1: Yeah. I was like in the sure, core, and I was like.
2: People don't like us? Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> and when it was like, yeah, they get caught of a bad rep and stuff like that. So I was like, oh, man. Now that's
1: an extra thing I want to there. Bad, there right? So it's not not all all not I'm already black. Not I'm not already
0: young. Not uh, not and not I'm teach for America. Yeah, I mean, it's right. So that's like three strikes. Unfortunately, this isn't baseball because you're yeah. be out. So, yeah, that's been interesting. So transitioning into your first year, how are things going?
2: yes so i love my students i'll start off with yes i everything it should shout out to the little ones yeah it should always be for the kids but we just having a conversation earlier in terms of the administration piece in terms of uh the politics and stuff that go into education those things i'm not a big fan of yeah you know uh (laughs) preach not fun not fun i was telling gerardo in um Kevin, yeah. uh, that that you know, after my first week ever of teaching, ever of teaching in kindergarten, that yeah, they're five, y'all. They're five. only five years old. That's right. Some of them never been to school. That's Some right. Of them, you know, it's they, the first time. You know, they're missing mommy and daddy. They're in school it's for hard. eight hours. That they, is and, crazy. And, and, and I mention that. Uh, they somehow took away a nap time for kindergartners, so my students don't get a nap time. And, and so sitting there eight hours in first week of school, it was a little bit rough the first three days, yeah. you know, like getting them acquitted. Uh, well, because there's all the theory, right? Yeah. yeah. There's
0: everything that people tell you you need to be ready That's for Right, right. And, and then kids show up and, and it changes the game. Exactly.
2: <laughs> right. And then I have like nobody, so I have a student who who is still needs, I think, a little bit of potty training. So yep. he yeah. he uh, he constantly is going to the bathroom and having accidents and mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. So nobody taught me how to manage that. And so <laughs> I have it on a schedule now, like, okay, so I got some in the bathroom. Yep. bathroom. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. How many kids do you have in class? Uh, 18. Eight. Ooh, so, that's and, a he, lot, man. That's a lot. And so oh. the first week is like, okay, you teach you how to line up. You know they want to play around in line and stuff like that. Yep. Yep. So where it was that doesn't stop by the way, it, like yeah, seniors, want yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Not it, it, laughs> that's what I'm saying. And, and so it was hard to get the breakthrough, but yeah. From Wednesday, you know, uh, made a breakthrough with the students from Wednesday to Friday, great days, yeah. Students and Friday, like, they were telling me, yeah, yeah, and Friday, they were bragging on me. I'm taking them to recess or PE, I forget, and they were like, Hey, you're such a great teacher, I love you, and this and that, yeah, yeah. and then they you do, know, so love. Yeah, yeah, we have a uh, professional development. At the end, because on Fridays we have half days, we yep. get done. Everybody's gone at one one forty five. Yeah, who doesn't want to go to a meeting? Yeah, at the end, at the end, end exactly. of Yeah, exactly. And so we have professional <laughs> development from two to four. Yeah. And I after after we get done with the academic piece, we're learning about how to break down the, the math curriculum because mm-hmm. uh, we follow Engage New York. Mm-hmm. Um, we just, like how to code it and stuff. The principal calls me in his office. He's like, "Hey, I you know I just want to talk to you." And I'm thinking, I'm like, this is not good. Like, yeah, you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, not like yeah, I can okay, The first you, talk, tell when you get called
1: in by the principal when they are, are coming to talk to you, you're like,
0: oh Jesus. And yeah, like, so I'm, oh. I'm
2: sitting here, I'm, that's I'm that's
0: like, we right? hadn't been to church in a while, but you were kind of wishing to yeah. go yeah. to church. Yeah, like,
2: yeah. I go and I'm just going to listen to what he's saying. Yeah. And then, so Teach for America had visited. I think it was like. Wednesday, but they was in the morning before I made the breakthrough yep, as good yep, yep. you know, I just had a real conversation with them. Um, like during a rough transition. So they seen like, okay, it was a little rough transition. I was telling Gerardo, I'm like, like, y'all gonna embarrass me in front of Teach for America <laughs> I'm like, so upset at them. I'm like, act
0: like this in front of company? That's like, what you do. That's <laughs> what you do. And then like, oh my man,
2: and so I was like, Okay, that didn't really go well cool. Like I can be able to explain that to my yep, coaches yep, to be yep, a little yep. bit of a rougher morning. Yep, blah, 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 Teach for America, people talk to me as well. And I'm always going to be up anyway, yep, yeah, know, and, and honest. And so after that, he pretty much goes. he says, after what the instructional coaches witnessed, after, you know, what Teach for America has seen, we decided to put you on a three week intensive coaching plan. And I'm like, <laughs> first week. Yeah. I'm like, okay. And what they tell me is they want to see more details in lesson plans. So I'm like, okay, well, I was telling them, yeah, the first one was really just like an outline. Or like yep. an overview of what I was doing. Then I incorporated more details, and so I got that to Wednesday. But there's not really a, a sample size of more lesson plans than that. Like yeah, I yeah, didn't yeah. make it to week two. You yeah. What you're and, and yeah, and ostensibly
0: you're not really even working on academics yeah. that much no. at this point. It's culture, no. it's routines, yeah. it's all that kind of That's stuff. Right. Exactly. And yeah. then,
2: um, and then they said better behavioral and classroom management, and they. One more thing that they said they wanted to increase in. I forget. But then they told me they have four options afterwards. Yes. They say, your first option is, if you're doing well, we're going to decrease the plan. We're going to maybe take you up. Yeah. Second option was, you're going to stay on the plan. Third option was, we're going to find another role for you at the school, which in my mind, I'm like, you're uh, not going to yeah, find yeah, another yeah, role yeah, for yeah, me at the school, yeah. or they're going to terminate me. And so I'm like First week. First, first week ever. And That's like, like
0: 72 hours in. Exactly. It's not even the first week. And I'm
2: like, and they're like, oh, I know it's hard. You know, I did it. But I'm like, you're, you went through the educational background. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I haven't, like, this is not what I went to school for. Yeah. Any of these things. Yep. And so I'm kind of sitting here and I'm I'm confused. But I'm like, okay, you know, with my background, I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna show. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just gonna show them. And one of my is like, you know, it was kind of like, I know we don't cuss on it, it was like a F you. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Like, you yeah, know, like, yeah. I'm going to show you. Yeah. And so I had that mentality going into week two. Uh, I had an instructional coach with Teach for America who really sat down and he lesson planned for yep, me. Yep. And I was very appreciated for that. And just, you know, had a conversation.
0: Um, we're going to pause for just a moment. We'll be right back. Pause for the call. Hey, everybody, we're back. Uh, so we, we are recording in, um, in, a, in a home studio. And so as you know, life, uh, happens, at life home. happens at a home studio, right? And so we're <laughs> on a Saturday. So we're ta- on a Saturday. <laughs> so we're taking care of that business. So you were talking about how you had basically been put on this uh, plan where termination was actually on the table, um, which is just incredible. So sat with an instructional coach. Uh, take it uh, just take us through what happened next
2: uh long story short i got better at, they wanted to see improvement in lesson planning so i got better at lesson planning mm-hmm. my behavior and classroom management got better so after the second week they ended up lifting me off of the plans. there we it wasn't yeah. it wasn't the same form of conversation that i wanted yeah, more yeah, yeah. Like, hey, for real <laughs> you're, oh yeah you're off this now but under two conditions that you keep working hard and then and i was telling Oh, oh! I wasn't just, working hard before. You know, yeah. that's, a <laughs> that's, that's common sense, but yeah. So they took me off, and uh, from there I just been kind of you know there for the kids. That's who keeps me going every day. Yep. And, and, and trying to ignore more like the political and administration side of it. Yeah, that's yeah.
0: that's a hard thing. That's a hard thing. You know, we already feel enough pressure as teachers, just yep. as teachers. Yep. Um, do you? Um, Would you say that the kind of pressure that you're experiencing as a result of all this, how would you compare that to what you think other teachers are experiencing? Do you feel it more acutely as a teacher of color? Or do you feel like this is just the same stuff that so many many people, regardless of background, go through? No, I think it
2: definitely has something to do with race. um, And that it would be probably, like I said, a little harder for me and other teachers and they won't have like the same. I literally feel like I'm under a microscope. Yep, so yeah, yeah, yep. The same yep, microscope yep. Um, that other teachers may not be under. Yeah. Right? So there is a little bit more added pressure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that. I think you you hit it on the head. Is that you do feel like you're under a microscope <laughs> and people are watching you yeah. constantly, and so right. like it adds to the pressure that exactly. we put on ourselves.
2: But as you know, as y'all, y'all both know, pressure can either burst pipes or it can make diamonds. That's right. That's and, right. I uh, yeah, like and that. that. And yeah. that's something that so, you know my mentality is. So I'm like I'm gonna show you that. To shine bright, you know, yeah, yep. Um, and yep. it can
0: do both. Maybe the pipe that we're bursting is the school to prison pipeline, right? That's oh, like did Yeah, the pipeline of like institutional racism and inequity in our schools. Like, that's maybe right. that's the pipeline that needs to get broken, yeah, but it's, but it's true, and and what one thing that I think is really valuable for people to hear is that as we talk about our racialized experiences this is not a person who is blaming a system around him he's actually looking and saying you know what there are a couple of different options here yeah um, i can let it break me or i can break it that's right, right. That's and right. Uh, and that's a powerful thing and i hope people um are really uh kind of in tune with that um and i think it's powerful that you're coming to that realization right now because it doesn't
1: go away like we have this kind of consistent experience, and I think when you're a teacher of color, you know, we talk about administrators changing, and every time there's a new person who comes in the building, or you go to a new building, it's always, you got to start from the beginning, because they come with all their bias, how they see you, and you, it's always on us
0: to kind of prove our, our yeah. worth, right, consistently, yep. and so... And oftentimes we have to prove it to ourselves, also. Yep. yep. Like, um, you know, I don't think any of us sitting here grew up with a lot of teachers of color um, in the mm-hmm. classrooms nope. that we attended. And so, like, there is that aspect of, am I really good enough for this? You yep. know, can't, can, do people like me teach? I've been asking myself that question a lot <laughs> right now. And I've asked you, I mean, I'm asking it publicly to some of my students, yep, you know. Yep, yep. um, and so there's that aspect of it. And then you just feel a sense of responsibility to your community yes. where it's like, yeah. I came from the east side. I came from a neighborhood like this. I, I grew up with kids like the ones in front of me right now. So this is not just about being the best teacher I can be. Yeah. Um, this is about there are people who need me. Are depending on me. And who have me where the kids I knew when I was growing up didn't have someone like me. That's right.
1: And, if, and I wonder about who's that next person to come in the door after me. And what are their beliefs and attitudes about the kids? That's why I've been at that school so long. And, <laughs> and, and
2: that's where I think it comes to, like, being a person of color. Like, what does that mean, being a man of color? Like, a lot of the students, they don't have someone that looks like them yeah. that they can look up to that's in that leadership mm-hmm, role. Yeah. And I mm-hmm. think that's, that's very
0: important like critical i think like even at the age of five exactly you know they're not thinking necessarily about racialized situations but even at this age but they're being racialized yep yep Mm -hmm. they're in a system that they don't see that's right exactly and so that i think that's very important
2: just to have someone that looks like them that can be able to relate to them and and, and he's in the leadership role where you're like okay like this is something i can aspire yeah yeah one one of yeah go ahead sorry no you go ahead uh, <laughs> this is your, this is your, story. This yeah, is your no. story. Yeah, so that's that's <laughs> why that's what I think it is. It ultimately comes down to like I. How many black teachers can you name that you had growing
0: up? I, Two. Let me see. Two in thirteen years of ECE through through twelve education. Two. Miss mm-hmm. Neether, my kindergarten teacher, and Miss Ingram, my eleventh grade mm-hmm. social uh, English teacher
1: mm-hmm. in Atlanta when I was growing up. So there was. I had two missed Prices. Yeah. <laughs> they were both black. Uh, I'm trying to think if I had any others. No. And then in high school, Mr. Gill. Oh, there's a
0: there's a black teacher at Highlands Ranch and High School, Highlands Ranch high school no. Mr. Gill. He would he Oh, wait. Did you, he, he, Ray, did you know he went to Highlands Ranch? Yeah, high that's where I went to high school. school. I gave so much stuff about
1: that. He had been an advertising executive. Oh, I remember you talking and about it. He he quit. He quit, and he came to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. And I love Mr. Gill. Yeah, like, because because mm-hmm. I could relate to him. Yeah, I was like. Right. There's a black dude <laughs> in the <laughs> school. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. there had been this other black teacher, Mr. Wiley. I yeah. never had him, but yeah. I heard about him because he was the other black teacher at the school. Yeah. And they did something that ran
0: him out. He yeah. got in trouble. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, there you go, right? <laughs> it's interesting to in know that story And for is. me, I never had one. Yep. You know, I never, never had one. Never before, had a black and teacher. Yeah. And like I said, even but, though you grew up on the east side, yeah. in the schools, in the city. In you, the city. Yeah, never. It's crazy. It's a shame, shame. and we do have a real pipeline problem, right? We Mm -hmm. don't set up the profession to encourage young men of color, especially young black men, to come into the work. You know.
1: Well, I think we all hit on it. You know, earlier when Ray was talking about, you know, our educational experiences that we've had. If you've had negative experiences, and you're like, every time, every teacher I knew. Was coming down on me, not supporting me, not helping Why me. Why would you want to be in a school? Why room? would I want to be? I'd be like, I don't want to do that. And, and I want to be like them. And we hear kids say it all the time. I wouldn't deal with these bad kids. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, y'all ain't bad. Y'all ain't bad. You know, but that's what they hear all the time. Because yeah. you're so bad. You're so bad. It's you're true, so bad. Man, that's and we don't true. tell them, you're good. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, that's Like, uh, the way you came in here this morning, you were good. Yeah. Right?
0: And and, and I've seen I've seen your pictures uh, on the book, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this this man dresses professionally. Oh, what are you like, saying? What are you talking? To? He, are you talking to me? I'm not. I'm why are you so personal. sensitive? I'm not. I'm this not that's not even directed at you. I'm the one that's got you wearing T-shirts <laughs> twice a week. Like right. that's on me. Thank you. and, uh, <laughs> no, no, you're, you're helping me justify so. why I wear T-shirts exactly Exactly. Twice. exactly. <laughs> Just as Mondays. Um, no, but you know this this is a young man that that wears a shirt and tie. He he comes professionally. Yep. And you and don't ever underestimate the value of that. Like yep. I remember one of your classmates. Actually, mm-hmm. I'll I'll tell who it was mm-hmm. off mic mm-hmm. um but one of your classmates messaged me at one point you know a couple years after graduation and said you know I just want to thank you because like for me to see another brown man who dressed professionally who carried himself like a professional mm-hmm. That's that right. meant a lot to me and it's got me thinking about becoming a teacher there we go. and like and this was a kid uh when I tell you who it is you'll you'll mm-hmm. see yeah. uh this was a kid who I think I didn't always treat that well yeah like I wasn't always that patient with him and understanding um and just to have that kind of feedback that really i could actually get somewhere just by m- maintaining myself mm-hmm. in a professional and confident way like so i mean those little ones man mm-hmm. you you have to be like you, you have to be like a god to them like they they just have to like look at you and say like oh he's so cool, he's so <laughs> cool. He's like why are you wearing like this, with my ties like why are you wearing this and,
2: what is this? Yeah, like, yeah, They have so many questions. Well, you can like, always say, ask.
0: well, because what I do with you is so important. Mm-hmm. I got to look my best yes. to do this yes. important work with you. If you deserve like, it. You right? deserve, deserve for me to like, dress right when I'm around mm-hmm. you. Yep. You know. Yeah. Exactly. That's great
1: stuff. That's great. So, yeah. Well, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, say also,
2: as, as a man of color, like just being able to teach them to be able to express themselves different, in different experiences perspectives yep, yep. and approaches for handling challenges like yep. like you can't like you can't teach students how to use their ingenuity like and then with those students who a lot of like I went through trauma, a lot of them are going through trauma yep. you can't tell someone like okay so turn the oven on if you don't have any heat yep. and with like this you know yep. they're not gonna have and some of my white counterparts would never be autistic yeah. because they don't, that. they don't understand that yeah. yep yep they yep. Yep. have all mm-hmm. the little,
0: little things that you can relate to yep. yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah for sure yep. this has been fun yes how we feeling everybody good we check in yeah feeling well feeling right? good feeling good feeling great so we want we want to thank Ray for taking this time out of the Saturday yes um, and uh being here with us today um what I think is so amazing is your ability to remain sort of true to yourself yep. as you continue yes. this work, uh, which is not easy for us to to do. Yep. Um, looking forward to hearing more of your story. Yeah. Uh, definitely. As we kind of go keep, forward.
1: Keep going, man. watching you in your journey. Yeah.
0: Mm, yes. Cause it's inspiring me. It is. So, yeah. Well, it kind of reminds you that, you know, um, that this is a process that we all go through and we're all learning and we need to stick together to support each other through it. So, um, you know, I can just tell you right now on the waves, like you know where to find us. Mm-hmm. So you you let us know if there's yep. anything we can yep. do, sure. and Always. and we're sure there's listeners out who um who will definitely uh, who will definitely relate to what you're saying, yep. and um who would love to be a support for you. So we got one thing we do uh, to end the show. Uh, first of all, we we remind people how to find us on social media at yes. Two Dope Teachers on Twitter and Instagram. Like us on Facebook, Two Dope Teachers in a Mike Podcast. Yes, uh, and you can also send us your questions. Um, at G- 2 at gmail.com. Also, if you like what you're hearing on uh, Apple iTunes, write us a review. Yes, uh, This Please. is what allows us to uh, get more visibility and more people um, can find us and we can continue to have these uh, incredible conversations. Um, so what we do is uh, we encourage everybody to, we, we say stay dope. And so, uh, so we usually kind of like do a little thing and yes. then we all say it together. So we want to invite you uh, to be a part of this. So uh, I'm Gerardo Munoz. It's your boy, Kevin Adams. And we are inviting you this Saturday, all days, and for the rest of the time to... Stay, stay Dope! YouTube.